Ladies and gentlemen, the show will start in five, four, three, two, one. I see you patiently waiting on something you won't forget. Zen Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. In this podcast, we help you redefine your self-image, express your values through your actions, and tap into the freedom of doing what works for you and you alone. So if that's your jam, cop a squat, grab a snack, and rest your back, because we needs to talk, Jack. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Let's go. Episode 110, Walking on Eggshells. What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Friday and welcome to episode 110, Walking on Eggshells. In this episode, I want us to talk about people that are in your life that you have to walk on eggshells around. People who may be manipulating you, people who may be controlling you, people who may be bullying you and you're just not aware of it or you're aware of it, but you don't really want to think that it's true. You don't really want to dignify it and give it the urgency and the attention that it needs. So that is what we are discussing on today. Happy Friday, y'all. When I tell y'all that I've been pulling it together, like I told y'all, I started a new position a while ago, like a new job. And... Between recording for the podcast and the job and everything like that, it's been hustle time, it's been go time, but I had this podcast going longer before I had position, so I, I owe it to myself, the podcast, this is my baby, and I gotta make the time, so we gotta get it done. Anyway, if you are new to the podcast, what's up, salutations, and thank you, thank you kindly for being here. I'm really appreciative and I'm really thankful that you're here. And if you're coming back for another episode, you already know what it be. And you know what it is. What's up, cuz? Glad you're back. I'm, I'm sure that you're glad it's the weekend and that you're feeling good. It's probably a little turn up in your future. You know, just be safe. Anyway, in the first segment, we're going to talk about second-guessing yourself. Mm-hmm, that's right. In the second segment, we're going to talk about micromanaging yourself. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about sacrificing your core essence. My intention for this episode is to hopefully help you free yourself, make it clear to you what you deserve. And, you know, hopefully you can see yourself becoming free of all that drama. So let's jump in in three, two, and one. Charles Dickens said, In a word, I was too cowardly to do what I knew to be right, as I had been too cowardly to avoid doing what I knew to be wrong. I don't know if y'all anything like me, but I grew up in a household where my parents were 
very outspoken, especially my mom. But uh, my parents were very outspoken, both of them. My mom, a lot more. My dad, I guess I wouldn't say he was outspoken. I mean, he'd share or speak his mind when he needs to. But my mom was very, very outspoken in your face, very, 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 very intense, fiery, fiery type, you know, that whole thing. And, you know, from the jump, it was a lot of that energy of walking on eggshells and, you know, seeing the dragon roar, blowing fire and all this whole thing. And it was just always, it's always been this thing where everyone has to like manage and, you know, micromanage their behavior and what they say and do. Because if you upset mom, it's going to be the end all be all. And, you know, growing up in that kind of environment, growing up in that kind of situation can be hard to adapt to and get used to because when you're experiencing a lot of, you know, incessant criticism and, you know, when people are just always writing you about the decisions or the things you do or say and all that other stuff, it really just starts to undermine your confidence and your self-esteem. It really affects the way you make decisions. Like you as a decision maker, it really affects your, the way you, do, you make decisions. It really impacts the way your ability to feel independent or your ability to feel good enough, like you can do anything. You know, it really affects your sense of self-efficacy and self-actualization and knowing you can create whatever you want to create. You can do whatever it is you want to do. You know, what instead what it ends up doing, it makes you the kind of person that feels like you need to verify all of the things you want to do, anything that you want to do in your life. You need someone's opinion to verify it because you're just so used to that, that uh, constant criticism of, you know, coming from people who have had that effect on you, whoever it may be in your life. And, you know, as a result, it puts you in a place of becoming someone who second guesses themselves. It's hard for you to feel confident enough to know what you want to do. It's hard for you to trust in you knowing what's best for you because you're just so used to appeasing and pleasing the needs of other people as opposed to the needs of your own. And that has been so grossly unfair to you. And I really just want you to recognize that pattern I really want you to take a moment and take a breath and breathe in and let that out. You know, you're not going to let it all out in this one breath, but breathe. You know what I'm saying? Yama taught me about this, like breathe through it and like really start to let a lot of that staleness come out of you. Really just being around people who, you know, have that, who have you walking on eggshells, it really just affects just your overall well-being. It puts you in a place of questioning everything you do and everything you say. You know, growing up, I grew up in a place where it was just lots of opinions about me, the way I act, the way I behave, and all what my interests are and stuff like that. And as a result, it made me angry. It made me deeply angry. It made me vicious because this experience that I was having so young, I felt like this is how the world is going to be. And if this is how the world is going to be, I am going to be ready to fight everybody if that's what it comes down to because I have to fight for my life in here. And if I got to fight in here, I'm going to have to fight out there. And as far as I'm concerned, everybody can get it. Everybody can get it. And it really just made me put all of my psychological resources and energy into a lot of the wrong things. And 
I went forth and grew up and just couldn't have energy. I mean, couldn't have confidence in what I did. You know, I was the kind of person that was very, very agreeable, the people pleaser. You know, I hand over the reins over anything because I'd be scared of having a suggestion and someone not liking it or someone not approving it. You know, I was just so self-conscious about people not liking me. I just wanted, like, I felt like I got this situation going on where to where I'm strange, I'm queer, and all this other stuff, and I can't do nothing about that. But the least, if I can make people like me, maybe I can like myself a little bit more. And it was just so many different dynamics. And a part of recognizing people that have you walking on eggshells is understanding that you have a part to play in it too. They have contributed to your experience, but you've also made room and allowed, especially if you're an adult, you know, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's a lover, a, a mate, a spouse, a child or whoever, you have to step back and realize where the origin of that is coming from because all that second guessing is keeping you from getting to the next level. All that second guessing is keeping you from taking action. It's keeping you from being consistent and it's keeping you from exploring your true, true self. Patrick Ness said, to say you have no choice is to relieve yourself of responsibility. Growing up in my house, you know, piggybacking off the first segment, you know, it was definitely this kind of thing where, you know, my mom was more so the drill sergeant in our house. You know, it was more so that thing of what she said goes and, you know, she kind of, for the most part, made the rules and forced the rules and she was just really the dictator, if you will. And there were so many experiences in different times where, you know, everyone, you know, it was just what I would like to call now as an adult. I didn't recognize then. I recognized it. I just didn't give it a name. But it was just so many instances of bullying. And these days, you know, especially in African-American culture, I'm sure it's, it's true for every culture. So, I mean, everybody, but just speaking my experience, you know, a lot of people tend to include bullying in parenting, like bullying as a part of parenting your child and how you need to parent your child. And I recognize as an adult that they did the best that they could. But we used to bump heads a lot when I was a kid because it was just something inside of me. Like I, I was tapped into my voice a little earlier after a while. And I had to get real with the, the idea of, you're not going to treat me like this. You're not going to talk to me like this. You're not going to handle me like that. We're not going to do that. You know, and it'd be the, one of those kind of things where we can exchange words back and forth and everybody would just, you know, sit up. Eddie, be quiet. Stop saying stuff. Stop talking back. If you stop talking back, she'll stop nagging. She'll stop yelling. She'll stop screaming. She'll stop cussing. And I was more of the mindset, I don't give a damn about none of that. Because to me, what I learned was when everybody cave in and she sees that everybody will cave in for her antics and her behavior, it leads her to believe she can have her way. It leads her to believe that she's right. And as we got older, to me personally, I feel like it got worse and more worse. And people continue not to say things. No, when no one addresses the behavior, you know, a person doesn't feel confronted or feel like they may need to change or evaluate anything. And it got to a point where I would say from my late teens all the way through my 20s, like all the way through the beginning, all the way to like the middle and somewhat the end of my 20s, 
my mom and I used to fight so aggressively, like arguing and stuff like that, because all the years, all the times that I didn't speak up, all the times that I let her bully me, all the times that I walked on eggshells for her approval, all the times I walked on eggshells just to accommodate her, it all came out. And all the energy I spent, you know, trying not to upset her and all that, if the switch flipped and I just didn't give a damn. And we used to fight like cats and dogs because it was time for me to honor me. You know what I mean? As an adult and being older now, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I wish I wouldn't have acted a lot of the ways that I acted, but I'm not ashamed and I don't take it back because I had to respect me. I have to respect me. I, have to, I had to honor me and I got to honor me now. You know what I mean? You may have a similar situation with your parents or somebody in your life that is just having this big hold on you, this this control, someone that you may feel like are, is uh, manipulating you, controlling you. You know, you may have someone that you just fear upsetting, someone that you fear disappointing. Listen to me and hear for me. Fuck that. Okay, I'm not going to go as far as to say fuck them because I don't know them. Those are your people, not mine. You know what I mean? But... It's not even to fuck them like to them personally. It's just really the whole decision of it all. To make a decision where you're more fearful of disappointing or upsetting someone more than you would be of disappointing and upsetting yourself. I'm not going to walk this earth for anybody and fear disappointing anyone or upsetting anyone more than myself. I spend a lot of time doing that, not going back to that. That's not a way to live. A lot of that pressure, I feel, is what goes into making children perfectionists. Nowadays, everybody has this kind of, you know, addiction to perfection and not wanting to make mistakes, don't want to get it wrong, don't want to have to get it wrong and start over. It's just so much pressure banking on you getting this thing right the first time around, and that's bullshit. And it's unfair to you. There's no grace in that. There's no patience in that. There's no love in that. There's only contingencies. There's only conditions. What would happen if you freed your up and allowed yourself to be who you're going to be. Understand that you are going to upset people. Understand that people that sometimes you're going to piss people off. Understand, especially when you do what's right for you, when you do what's best for you, when you honor you, when you protect you, you're going to piss people off. There's no avoiding that. So stop getting caught up in that trap and allow yourself to be free from that mess. You don't deserve that. You never did. You can do a new thing right now and tomorrow can be totally different. Ayan Hersey Alley said, Tolerance of intolerance is cowardice. One of my favorite quotes is by the lovely and the prolific Iyanla Vincent, and it's the one where she says, Do not accept the unacceptable. Let's all repeat that. Do not accept the unacceptable. If it dishonors you, if it betrays you, if it wrongs you, if it harms you, if it hurts you, if it disrupts your peace, if it is an enemy of your peace, if it is an enemy of your happiness, of your authenticity, that has to go. That needs to leave. And it just needs to be eradicated. 
I'm sure it's probably not the easiest thing, but one thing I will tell you, especially if anything like me, when you get tired, it'll be a no-brainer. When you get tired, it'll be a no-brainer. When you get to that place where you're, when you're able to love you for you, when you're loving you on a whole nother level, like loving yourself on a whole nother level on some PhD stuff, I don't know, like no elementary school, you know, just the way everybody casually throws around self-care and self-love and all that, but actually loving yourself, like loving yourself with detail, loving yourself with intention, loving yourself with information, and just loving yourself on another level, things will change for you. What I had to learn and what took me a long time to learn is that when you walk on eggshells for other people, you become a manifestation of how they see you. Did you know that? And when I say you become a manifestation of how they see you, you become the person they tailor in their mind. You become the person they feel like they can abuse. You know, you become, they pretty much adapt you to the version in their reality. They adapt this this phoniness that you're portraying, this inauthentic you that you're portraying to walk on eggshells in their mind as this is the perfect person that I can abuse. This is the perfect person that I can walk all over. This person will bend to my will. This person will cave to my will. And it just becomes a situation where, you know, you're not able to like really like speak your mind. You can't express yourself. You just can't really think and you always tense you always tense like y'all like to spend so much time just like tense and uptight because I felt like my life was a lie because I had to live it to make other people proud I felt like my only reason for existing was to really make sure my parents felt proud of me or that my family felt proud to be seen in public with me or that I didn't I wasn't an embarrassment to nobody you know what I mean and that kind of thing goes back to like being five years old when you play when you know when you're playing with you know dolls and you know different things like that the things that little boys regularly don't do and it's just all this pressure to appease other people this pressure to walk on eggshells and just to want to fit in even if you know you don't it's just the feeling that you might fit in even if you fit in for just two seconds you feel like in a moment that's good enough that it'll never be and you'll never fit in what if you're never supposed to fit in you know, you ever let that in? What if they're never supposed to fit in? So many of us spend so much time walking on eggshells. We don't realize that when we're walking on eggshells and we're undergoing and experiencing all this rampant criticism and all this hatred and all this discrimination or whatever it is that you're going through, when you're in the midst of those throes of anger and the throes of all that devastation, you don't realize that you are programming yourself to, you know, see yourself as not good enough. You know, you're allowing them to program you to believe you're no good, you're not good enough, you're not deserving, you're not worthy, you're not valuable, you don't count, you're not included. You ever thought about that? Like when somebody puts you in a position where they're always telling you that your tone is this, the way you say things, it's your approach, you're unapproachable, this and that, and they put you in this place to always like really have to manage and screen what it is that you do and say, it puts you in a place where you feel like you can't really have a sense of moment of authenticity. Authenticity, it feel, makes you feel like you can't really have 
room for original thoughts and feelings. It just makes you feel like you have to have this manufactured mess that everybody requires from you. And once you give it up the first or second time, they know that you're willing to do that. They don't want to relinquish you from their limitations. You, They want you and your personality to serve their will, to serve their intentions. But understand that your personality is only here to serve your soul. And when your personality is not serving your soul, you're usually unhappy. You're usually very unhappy. If you want to, if you want to know if you're happy in life or if you're where you're supposed to be, pay attention to that. Is your personality serving your soul? Is your personality serving your mission? Does your personality accent who you are? You know? It's time to get back to the new you. You're giving up so much. You're sacrificing so much. And you're tired of it. Let it go. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment of this episode. Here in this segment, we challenge you to get real. We challenge you to take action. We challenge you to stop making excuses. We challenge you to stop procrastinating. We challenge you to take responsibility. We challenge you to be accountable. We challenge you to be a student. We challenge you to become a master of your life. We challenge you to pay attention to your life. We challenge you to pay attention to your pain and your frustration. We challenge you to want to be open to new ideas, to want to expand your processes, and to want to rewire the way you think and the way that you behave. So this segment exists because I want to remind everyone constantly that a new era of your life can begin whenever you want it to, whenever you decide it will, a new era can begin. It can start right now as you're hearing this and listening to this, but it's up to you. So let's jump in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace the fact that you second guess yourself. Embrace that they have a part to play in you second guessing yourself. You've given them the space and you have to be accountable for giving them the room in your life, giving them the space in your life to affect you in a way where you second guess yourself. But you can't be who you really want to be. You can't really let your true self, your real self shine and come out the way it's supposed to, the way you naturally show up because you are always wondering if you're going to say the right thing or the wrong thing. Like, y'all, I used to let people make me so insecure with the way I talk because, you know, for a long time, I've always been a very fiery, feisty type. Still is, low-key, I'm not going to lie to you, but I've gotten a lot better at, you know, being more chill and having more control and discipline when I communicate and when I interact. But for a very long time, I was aggressive. I was abrasive. And it's because I had lots of people in my life that walked over me, that walked all over me. People that created this pressure of me walking on eggshells and all of this shit. And I had to get to a point of realizing I'm not going to do this. I had to, I was second guessing myself every time I wanted to say something and making sure my tone wasn't sounding harsh. And, you know, I would say things in the sweetest way possible and people would still find a way to get annoyed and all this other stuff. And it showed me I had to learn how to take myself out of it because when you're being intentional and you're clear and you're focused and you're aware of what you're giving, that's all that matters. What people think of you, what people think about what you give and all that other stuff, 
stuff, it's really none of their business. They can either handle it or get the hell on. But all the second guessing, it's time to stop all that. It's unhealthy and it's keeping you from being authentic. It's keeping you from, you know, being yourself and from you sharing your words the way you share them, from you, you know, shading your expressions the way you shade them. You know, but you have to monitor yourself. And this brings me into the next letter. R, recognize. Recognize that you are going to upset people. You are going to piss people off. People are going to be upset by you sometimes. I used to have this thing about wanting to please everybody. I didn't want no one to be mad at me. I couldn't stand, I couldn't handle people not liking me. I just felt like that my life was going to be over because someone didn't fucking like me. <laughs> Learn from my mistakes sooner if you can, if you're younger. I'm 32. I don't know how old you are. But if you are younger, even if you're older, still take heed and take stock of that, that it don't mean anything to be liked. You want to be respected. It's important for people to respect you. Understand that you can't control whether they like you or respect you. If they're not, if they don't respect you, keep moving, keep stepping. But stop all this fearing that you're going to upset people. You know, it's a lot of you that just got into new relationships and you're scared of having the first argument because you feel like he might run away or she might run away. If they do, let them leave. Let them go. Stop all this for trying to prevent people from leaving. I learned that when you hold on to people, when you keep people around, when you try to make up a million and one excuses for people to stick around and all this other shit, you are holding on to baggage. You are holding on to things that are no longer in alignment with you. You have missed your expiration date now it's time to declutter and start shedding some dead weight also understand that all that over editing micromanaging yourself and all that like i was saying before again those are just going to be hurdles and barriers and obstacles to you being your real self you'll never really get around to being your real self behaving like that the last letter is a accept Except that as long as you're keeping people around you that make you feel like you have to walk on the eggshells and watch what you say, watch what you do, watch what you share, and all those things, that you are sacrificing the rawness, the authentic authenticity. You are sacrificing so much. You know what I'm saying? It's so expensive. The cost is so expensive to keep people around you that put you in that space of having to walk on eggshells. You are being controlled. They are putting the cables on you. They are running you, okay? You may not want to hear, but hear from me. They are controlling you. They are managing you. They are manipulating you. They are controlling you. Get aware of it. Become hip to it and understand it. Once you understand it, you're not going to be able to go back. But it's really just time to clean all that up. And, you know, I just want you to just take an ounce of my intensity because I know what it feels like for people to walk all over you, for people to manipulate you, control you, for people to put you in the space of, you know, like you're walking on eggshells, especially if you got abandonment issues and you're scared of people leaving you and abandoning you and that whole other thing. I had, you know, God then took me through some things where I had to conquer that beast. And now I'm at a place now, if you want to leave, Baby, there's the dough. If you want to bounce, if you don't want to be around, if I'm not your cup of tea, if I don't work for you, if it just if it just don't click, if it ain't for you, beat it. There you go. Do your thing. I'm not keeping nobody. <laughs> 
I'm not keeping nobody but me. And I think we all kind of need to have that attitude to a degree. It's important and we do need to value each other, but just this getting bent out of shape and trying to preserve the relationships with others more than we preserve the one we have with ourselves, it's unhealthy, it's unsustainable. And you are showing yourself you can't be trusted. So there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. The next episode is Case of the Foul Ball. You don't want to miss it as always. It's going to be good. It's going to be juicy for little gems and little things like that to tide you over. So, yeah. And then um, also, if you haven't had a chance, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a comment and a rating. Let, you know, let me know what you think about the episodes. What are you thinking? Do you have any topics? Are you enjoying the show? Do you have any ideas? Anything that you'd like to contribute or share? Please feel free to. Please leave a comment. Please let do a leave a rating. It helps the, uh, the show become more visible for others. It definitely helps the algorithm. It definitely helps the visibility of the podcast at large. And thank you in advance for your support. And thank you for all that you've done and all that you do. Lastly, thank you for supporting the Medizine Capital, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. I just want you to know that your personal development, your growth, it means everything to me. Get into that. Let it mean the same thing to you. I'm caring more than you. <laughs> anyway, you are strong. You are enough. You are wise and you are tough. Enjoy your weekend. Be blessed and protect your peace at all costs. Peace. Peace.